0: Dads, welcome to daddy, moms too, I guess. Welcome to the Daddy's Dilemma's podcast. And actually, I guess some of our listeners are like younger kids too. So welcome. Hello. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome everybody to the Daddy's Dilemma's podcast. Show number 219. This is a podcast where my friend here and I, we have a beer and we talk about being dads, being husbands, and being men. Ooh. I'm Chris. I got two adopted daughters, and they are 12 and 14. And I'm here with my co-host, the Patrick to my Spongebob, Don.
1: <laughs> Patrick to Spongebob. I was thinking about Patrick. I was like, what's wrong with him? Like, he's just, he's not right. You know, like, he's, he's I think, less functioning than, like, Forrest Gump. Like he's got a lot of, a lot of issues, but I don't know. Good for, good for SpongeBob keeping around. So thank you, Chris, for keeping me around. appreciate I think, that.
0: I think maybe we should start a SpongeBob podcast.
1: Mm. We just watch SpongeBob episodes and just discuss as they're playing. I'm sure there's no copyright infringements on that. That'll be good.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah I'm Don, as Chris said, I'm the father of two boys. They're not adopted. I have no one to blame except me and my genetics and my wife, but I'm not going to blame my wife. No, they're great. My kids are great. Uh, seven and 12. Uh, we just had the seven-year-old's birthday party. Did we talk about that yet? No. We didn't talk about that. Chris Chris came to the birthday party. We rented out a, a movie theater. And we watched Jungle Cruise. Oh, uh, it was, was awesome. That was fun. That was good times.
0: Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. Let's Let's... Uh... Do the open and then we'll talk about that. Cool, cool. Because I got something to say.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Tell us so, your joke first. Get into the joke.
0: Let's do the joke. Hey, Don, you should know this. Okay. What do math teachers eat for dinner? Oh my
1: gosh. What do math teachers eat for dinner?
0: Square meals.
1: Square meals.
0: And I'll tell t- t- you just a little side note. On the street, I drive down to go to various places. It's it's kind of a, a side street. Mm-hmm. This guy puts a little, he has a, a little whiteboard that he puts out every day. and He has a new joke on there every day. Mm. And so every time I drive by, I got to pull over, read the joke, and then keep going. <laughs> that, was, that was his joke a while, a couple of days ago.
1: You loved it. You were like doing it on the podcast.
0: And I said, Hey, Don's a teacher.
1: I'm a teacher. Um, yeah, I'm going to use that one with the kids They'll enjoy that uh, Alright, let me get into my father fact of the day uh, Father fact of the day Says That fathers over the age Of 40 Are significantly Less likely to have sons
0: What was the, And the other one There was another one you did about Having sons or daughters What was that one, do you remember? Mm-hmm. I think was don't long. remember.
1: Was it about your siblings, or if you had brothers, yeah, had I think sisters. It
0: was. I'm gonna go, mm. keep keep expounding on that, and I'll look it up.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking about it. Um, I had my kids. I don't think young. I think my first son was born when I was like 27 or 28, and then I think my next son was born, whatever it was, like six years later. So, you know, late 20s, early 30s, I was having kids. My wife and I um i don't know i don't i don't think there's any perfect time to have kids i mean i would say there's not a perfect time to have kids so maybe when you're a teenager don't have kids when you're collecting social security checks don't have kids probably rules like that should be followed
0: but i think everyone else is probably pretty safe well your last one was a male who has many brothers more likely to have sons so um, if you have a lot of brothers and you're over 40, you're going to be spitting out boys like it's, there's no tomorrow.
1: Yeah. No, reverse if you're under 40. Yeah, well, if, if you're, you're under f- 40. Okay. Yeah. So, so once you're going, 30, once you're going over 40, you're having daughters. Wow. But, but again, it says significantly less likely. But I don't know what they mean by significantly. Yeah. I mean, is that like, oh, now you have a 51% chance of having a daughter I that mean, doesn't
0: seem significant, but who knows? Seems very baloney. All it my facts. Sounds like so baloney.
1: All right. What, what are our topics for today, Chris? Well, what, are let's, we, what are we? Let's,
0: do, uh, let's talk about that birthday party. Oh, yes. So, that was for those of you that have kids, and I don't know why you're listening to Daddy Dilemmas, unless you have <laughs> kids, or you must stick it for Daddy Issues, which is another podcast completely different than ours. Um, what what Don did was pretty awesome. They rented out a theater and everybody brought their kids and we each got a little tray with popcorn and a drink and some gummies. Yeah. Not the good gummies, but the the fruit chew gummies. The generic- it, was, it, was, it was really nice, but one of my daughters just saw a girl that she had met at one of the parties. One of our... Uh-
1: Another social gathering. I Another think it was my wife's cousin's daughter, and I think they're about the same age. I think they're like a year apart.
0: Yeah, and they took off, and we never saw them again till the end of the movie. <laughs> they're walking by, um, and our they're, other they're best
1: friends have- now. They're best friends,
0: supposedly. <laughs> Although I don't think they've spoken since. I mean, it, it, to see them at the at the party, you would think that they're. You know, I've been friends since birth, but um, my, my 12-year-old is very clingy. She, uh, she really likes to glom onto people.
1: She loves, like, the idea of a brand-new friend, almost to the point where, like, if you are that new friend, you're like, wow, this is great. But then maybe after an hour, you're like, whoa, this, this is, is too much.
0: Too much. Yeah, she's very <laughs> um, overwhelming, it's really good funny word for she, it. She's got a great personality. I mean, she can talk to anybody. She's super outgoing,
1: very personable. Yeah, even personable. to adults, which is hard for a lot of kids. I yeah. mean, to be fair, like if you're nine year old, twelve year old, like whatever, like they don't all speak well to adults. Some of them are really awkward. So
0: yeah, and so she she's very like I said, she's outgoing. She makes friends. We would go camping in our motorhome. And I would just pull in the motor home and there's, you know, a bunch of things I have to do to hook it up, hook up the power, hook up the water, take the chairs out. By the time I was done doing that, she would, she would take off right when we got to a campground. By the time I was done putting all the chairs out and everything, she'd come back and like, Hey, these are my five friends. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem with her is she's so overwhelming that she doesn't keep friends. mhm so, you know, people just get tired of her. I get tired of her all the time. I mean, she boss she <laughs> me.
1: You're her dad. You're supposed to, like, never get tired of her, Chris. Come on.
0: No, she, she talks all the time. <laughs> does not... That kid does not have an off button. And we'll <laughs> eat dinner. We'll be eating dinner and we'll all be done and she'll barely touch hers because she was talking the whole time. <laughs> And, you know, this has a lot to do with her, her trauma as a kid. Mm-hmm. Plus, she has severe ADHD. So, I mean, I just really, it's, it's hard because I want to help her because if she could get rid of some of her bad habits, and I tell her this every day, she could be like the queen of the school because she's so outgoing and she's so personable. Yeah. People first meet her, they just love her. Yeah. And she's very generous and she's helpful. Um, but she's got, these, she's got these bad habits, the always talking, and she talks about herself a lot, she you, know, humble brags. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know and, and people don't like it because it, you know they, I tell her all the time you know people want to talk about themselves. So instead of talking about yourself all the time, ask them questions and let them talk about themselves. And she yeah. just can't do it. You cannot do it.
1: Well, I was going to say, and I think that kind of brings us into like another chat, but I remember, I think on the last podcast, we were mentioning how both your daughters uh, were going to new schools. So your younger daughter, the one we were just talking about is entering junior high or middle school. I never know which to call it. And then your older daughter was starting high school. Yep. So that kind of leads us into how are they doing with the new friend situation, new school?
0: Well, Kennedy, who is the the older daughter, she is very shy. She has social anxiety. She's getting a lot better. But when she first got here, she, you know, if you said, you know, you're at a restaurant and you said, you know, go ask them, go to the bar and ask them if you could have a straw, she would not do it. Hmm. She wouldn't even most of the time she wouldn't even want to order for herself. Oh, wow. You say, dad, dad, just order this for me. And I'm just like, you can order. No, dad, dad, please just order for me. Oh, man. But now she's really come out of her shell. And she's like, she made some friends in in high school and they've come over. and Oh, nice. So she's doing really well. Adriana, the young one, she goes to a special school for emotional disabilities. Um. Another fault she has is when she gets angry, she just flips out and just, you know, like throws a tantrum. And um, it's very hard for her to be in a regular classroom. And if she's not getting all the attention. She yells out. <laughs> she's got a lot of issues. But, yeah, she's uh, she's always, you know, talking over people. And she just has, has these issues. Um, and when she's getting a lot of support right now okay uh,
1: at, but, at the uh, new school new the new class and everything new
0: school plus she has a uh behavior coaches that come here and, and work with her i was
1: gonna say school i think we're in our is it our third week now fourth week of school yeah, it's it's, like it's 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 been a couple of weeks yeah arizona likes to start school for for any listener that's that's thinking right now like geez when did they record this arizona starts school at like the end of july or the beginning of august yeah. like I don't know why I, I it's, it's so confusing to me, but but we start like at the beginning of August and we end in May. Yep. So we're, we're like a month ahead of everyone. Like kids are already, you know, finishing up their first report card and we're still watching commercials on TV about, you know, get ready for back to school. And we're like, <laughs> dude, we've <laughs> we're, we're ready for like, you know, Thanksgiving break already.
0: Yeah. So anyway, they're, they're both doing good, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know Ken Kennedy's the older one's doing good in high school. I thought I was really worried for her because she has that social anxiety, and she's going to a brand new school where none of her friends from junior high went
1: mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they're
0: in a they're in a different, dis- not district but area, I guess.
1: It's like a different uh, boundary.
0: Boundary, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's she did really well. She's she's super happy and. She was just saying today how happy she is, and I was like, "Nice,
1: that's really she good."
0: Out here, she had some depression and some issues.
1: I mean, to be fair to the girls, though, I mean it's hard coming, you know, coming out of the foster care system the way they did. So, I mean, give yeah. them credit for coming as far as they have. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Especially both of them have been promised to be adopted and then abandoned. So that was very difficult for them, but, um, yeah. How about your kids? How are they doing in school?
1: School's going pretty well. I was going to say my older guy, um, he's, he was in middle school last year, but it was all virtual. We just kept him at home. Oh, excuse me. Um, but then this year he's back to, you know, showing up every day and he slaps on a mask and goes to the bus stop and everything. Um, he's been, he's been doing really, really well as, um, as well. Um, I feel like he's been really kind of getting into the groove. I remember telling him that you're going to meet new friends, like you're going to this bigger school. There's a lot of new kids. You're going to make new friends, and I felt like he just he never really believed me. He was like, mm, I, I doubt it. But you know, now he's just constantly telling us these stories about I ate lunch with my friend today and my other friend in math and da da da. And, and so we we have to pry it out of him quite a bit about the names of these friends um but it definitely sounds like he's found like his little clique and his little group of dudes and stuff cool. um and then my younger one is in first grade um and he seems fine i mean he's doing okay uh we actually met with his teachers uh we didn't meet with his teachers but we were actually at his school this uh evening right before i came here uh they had a curriculum night so i went and got to hear the teachers talk and everything and It sounded fine. I don't know why I keep comparing the two kids and I know that's a really bad habit for parents, but my older son, I felt was like such a fluent reader when he was like in kindergarten. And so he just like went into first grade and was just like, he was such a good reader. Whereas my younger son, it's just not his thing. Like he's just, he's not interested in it. It's just a chore for him. Um, but the teachers today were just emphasizing that, like, we're going to teach them to read and they're going to write and they're still practicing. And like, you know, and, and they even said, you know, which again, as a teacher, I'm aware of this too, but all these kids are coming off a pandemic year where school was kind of bonkers. So they're like, we know that a lot of kids are behind and we're not worried. And you as parents should not be worried. So that was nice to hear.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, to Thomas, the older one, he really reads a lot.
1: That's kind of the the only thing I let him do. <laughs> I
0: remember coming to your house and he had this like giant thick book. I'm like, what are you going to stand on that to get to the candy in the cupboard? And he's, no, I'm reading it. I'm like, no, come on, really? What are you doing? <laughs> You're it at your brother? <laughs> no, I'm reading it. I'm like, wow, I was very impressed.
1: Yeah, I he's think, like I his- think. He, he found the joy of reading. Like, I think that's, that's what I want all kids, especially as a teacher. I want kids to find that joy because I tell them, I go, you don't have to love every book, but you have to find books that you like. And I think that's what he's found is he's kind of found the type of books that he likes. And so he just flies through them, you know, especially the series, you know, there's like six books in the series or whatever. Yeah. So he's just, just going through them, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I know when I was a kid, I didn't like to read at all. I mean, I just, I probably, by the time I finished high school, I probably read, I don't know, three or four books cover to cover.
1: And they were like school assigned books or they were books you just happened upon?
0: No, just books I happened upon. But like lately, I started, I started, this is like, you know, when I was in my 30s, I started traveling a lot for work. And when you travel, you know, you you tend to you tend to eat alone a lot. Mm-hmm. So I put books on my. Uh, I think back then I had a Palm Pilot.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Maybe
0: or maybe it was my iPhone. I don't know, but I put books <laughs> on my phone, and I'd go out and eat, and I'd read the books, and I just got totally into to reading. And now I'm, you know, doing I don't know five to ten books a year. That's pretty good. Yeah, I started yeah. writing down all the books I read. I'm like, wow, I've written read a lot of books
1: (laughs) there's a there's a book app um i have it installed on like a kindle so thomas actually uses it more than i do um but i think i think it's called uh, it's some kind of book app but like every time you read a book it it almost posts for you so if you have like friends on social media they can kind of see books you're reading and you can kind of review them i think as well so every time his uncle comes to town the two of them are on it. And so they'll both sit there and start talking back and forth about books that they're reading or read. But I mean, I think it's, I think it's a good, a good habit, a good hobby to just, you know, I mean, I have several books on my nightstand that I'm always, you know, I'll read 15, 20 minutes before I go to bed or something.
0: Yeah. I do that too. I read every night before I go to bed. Um I read on my iPad, but um yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting that, that, you know, I I never wanted to read anything when I was young. And now I'd like love to read.
1: Just got to find that that stuff you're into, man.
0: Yep, absolutely. So one of the things I want to talk about today, and we'll just, you know, I think we're going a little long, so we'll just do this short, a short talk about this. But I noticed that my 14-year-old now, whenever she meets somebody, they're always like, well, what's your pronoun? Mm. And I'm like, I had no idea. Well, what are you talking about? What's your pronoun? And I guess they, the pronouns, I guess, are she, her, his, hers. He, him, his, and they, them, theirs. Yes. So she'll go, what's your pronoun? She'll go, oh, I'm a, you know. She,
1: her, hers. Fam.
0: I'm them and they, them, they, theirs. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And I guess they just don't want to be classified as female or male or I don't, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Listen. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to chime in right now because I know all the listeners are thinking this right now, Chris, but you're not woke. Okay. You need to get woke. You need to get woke. Um, this is, this is how the world's moving right now, man. Um, or as I should say, he, right. I refer to you as he now, him, Hey me. Hey him. Um, Yeah, no, I I noticed this um, actually not too too much earlier than you did. Uh, Last spring, I was finishing up a, a college course and we were on a Zoom call. I was in a group project and I remember one of the people, they didn't just have their name, you know, Bob Jones, but it was like Bob Jones. And then below it, it was like he, him, his. And I asked my wife who works at the university and I was like, do you know about this? And she's like, yeah, everyone's doing that. Like, that's the thing now. And I was like, oh. Who knew
0: <laughs> I did, not but for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't know Chris, Chris and I are late to the party. So we're, we're trying to get woke, trying to get, you know, hip with the times. Find out how not to offend people.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, Yeah. I said, whatever you guys want to do. You know, my, my kids are going through a lot of questionable questioning their sexuality. You know, am I straight? Am I gay? Am I bi? And my younger daughter, again, she 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 just craves a lot of attention. So mm-hmm. anything that's controversial, she'll pick up on and she'll glom onto it so, so she gets a lot of attention. So she comes to me and says, Oh, I, I'm bisexual. Oh. And okay. I said, I said, kid, look, A, you're not sexual, because I know she's not sexually active. She's twelve, so thank God mm-hmm. she's not And I said, "B, um, you know, you don't even know you've never had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, so how do you know that you're bisexual?" I said, "Why don't you just say I'm attracted to boys and girls?" And that
1: works. That works. Yeah.
0: But you know, hers like I said, hers is all attention-seeking because whenever she talks about. Oh, there's a new boy at school and he's so cute never says that about girls so I don't know that she's bisexual
1: mm. but so maybe she is saying it for the attention only yeah
0: definitely so hmm. and I mean I, I'm okay with them I, I actually I tell him I said I'm not even if, if you want to be gay I'm perfectly fine with that as a matter of fact I prefer it because <laughs> if my girls are gay. I don't have to worry about them getting pregnant, <laughs> and usually girls are nicer, less manipulative than boys, right? Like,
1: I'm not going to chime in on that one, Chris. I mean, I know you put it out there, but I'm gonna just leave that one alone. I don't know.
0: Well, I think boys are boys in general. I mean, not to say every boy, but I would say the majority of boys are looking for one thing and they'll say anything, do <laughs> anything. <laughs> to get to that one thing where I see girls is not, you know, not that way. You know, I'm not, i do
1: not so focused on their driven. Right. Desires. Exactly. Um,
0: not yeah. They, I, they, they don't have desires, but they, I don't think they, I don't know. I just think they're more sensitive and.
1: Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's interesting, especially when kids are at that age. I mean, that, you know, middle school, high school age, especially with all this kind of social media media that's out there right now about, you know, gay couples and bi couples and, and trans uh, gender and everything. And I mean, I, I don't want to say it's confusing for kids, but I think kids are definitely considering it or pondering it maybe more. Well, a lot more than what we did uh, when, when we were kids, right? Like when we were kids, I mean, I, I don't think I would have known what, you know, a gay person was or a bi person or a trans person, right? Like that wasn't even in a vocabulary yet. So I think it's just the way the kids are now. They're just, they're aware of it. Um, But I do think they're, they're still confused, I think, you know, because maybe they're feeling this or that, but again, like you said, I mean, they're not really acting on them yet. They're still young, but I don't know. I mean, they start getting in high school and start going to dances and, you know, going on dates, you know. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe, maybe your daughters do end up getting girlfriends for your one Which daughter. It's
0: is, is perfectly fine with me. I just, I want them to make sure that that's, that's why they're being that way. Right. Is that just tracking,
1: a shock factor.
0: Yeah. Shock or just, you know, experimental or yeah. Or look at me. Mm-hmm. look how look how nonconformist i am yeah so be. i hope they i hope they do and i said you know be whatever you want just as long as that person treats you good and makes you happy I'm, I'm fine either way
1: yeah i think i think that's the that's the final goal as parents right you just want your kids to be happy as adults and have healthy relationships and yeah You know, whether they're gay or straight or neither, right? I mean, if they stay single.
0: (laughs) Like, I I don't even know what that is. Oh, my friend is pan. Oh. Oh,
1: That's the word, right? Pansexual. I'm
0: not woke, I guess. I mean, they kind of try to explain it to me, and I'm just like, I don't get it. To me, you're attracted to boys, you're attracted to girls, maybe you're attracted to both. But I don't know why it goes beyond that, I guess people who are not sexual asexual or?
1: i remember my dad questioning me we were in the car I was, pro- I was probably my son's age i was probably around 12 i don't know what it was he must have thought i was gay or something but he was i remember we were driving in the car and he was like uh are there are there pretty girls in your class and i was like what and he's like are there you know girls that are pretty in your class and i was like I don't know. Like, why are you asking me this? And he's like, like I could tell he was trying to fish around, you know, like, yeah, I'm just like, is there a girl that you like in your class? And I was like, I guess like, uh, why are you saying this? And he's like, I just, I just want to make sure you're okay. And I was like, yeah, there's a girl I like. I'm not telling you her name though. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. You know, but <laughs>
0: Well, dad's, I, don't know are why dads that was- are, I remember my dad like <laughs> and I you know I was I was kind of a wild kid. So I had a lot of girlfriends growing up like probably from age 13 13 and on. on. Yeah. I just had a lot of girlfriends. I mean a lot. And <laughs> and then when I got to I was like 18 or 19 um I became friends with this guy who's gay and you know, he's, we used to hang out together all the time. And, you know, I didn't care what, I said, I don't care what, gay, straight. I don't care what he is, you know. And um But then my dad started questioning my sexuality. And I'm like, really? Because you <laughs> see me date like a million girls. And because I have one friend that's gay, you think <laughs> now I'm gay?
1: You're concerned now. Yeah. Yeah. You're very worried. It's
0: like, it's like, no, no, he's just, he's a good friend of mine. I don't care. He could be alien. I don't care. It's just. I don't look at it that way. Yeah,
1: he's like a funny dude or a good guy to hang out with. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway. Okay, so let's uh, get to here. Your- I was going
1: to say, we can probably just end the podcast here. We're getting pretty long. I can save it for next week. All right. It's not, it, it's, it's not a pressing topic.
0: <laughs> so tell everybody what you're going to tease next so,
1: week. So tune in, tune in next week. Download our podcast next week. I will be talking about the very sexy, the very scrumptious dad bod how oh. to get rid of how to get rid of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then nobody's gonna know your dad
1: come on you don't want to. you don't want you don't want to like shout it as you're walking on the street
0: yeah mine's mine's gone beyond, beyond dad bod <laughs> they say chris you have a beer belly and i say it's not a beer belly that's a success indicator
1: Because if I was poor,
0: i I'd be really skinny, right?
1: Life has been good.
0: (laughs) So, all right. Well, um, listen. Listen to our podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, If you like our podcast, uh, think about subscribing. Okay? On iTunes. Wherever you get your podcasts, it's fine. Just subscribe. Go out with a friend of yours. Grab a beer and listen to us. And then you guys can discuss what we're discussing. You know, what are your dad friends? Do it. What the, what's it going to hurt? Do it. Do it now. And if you want a t-shirt for your dad bod, you know, my store carries extra large and extra, extra large and 3XL. So if you get the real good dad bod and you need a 3XL shirt, you can get one. Um, you go to Hogfish Tees. That's my uh, t-shirt company. And guess what? Shh, don't, is it, are you listening, Don?
1: Um, oh, yeah. What, what it's is only it? only you and I, right? The secret.
0: Yeah. You can get 20% off your whole shopping cart by using the coupon code I'm a dad.
1: So you literally at the checkout just type in I am a dad. Yep.
0: And they say, hey, "Hey, you're dad. You deserve a discount. Oh man. Go to it.
1: (laughs) That's that's a good deal right there, 20% off. I love saving money because I'm a dad. Uh If you are a daddy with a dilemma or even a mommy in a mess, um, we'd love to get some good questions from you, or you can throw us some advice. Uh, emailing us is pretty easy. Dads at hogfishstudios.com. Dads at hogfishstudios.com. Or you can find us on the Facebook Daddy Dilemmas Podcast. We're on Facebook
0: Daddy Dilemmas Podcast. That's where we are. All right. Till next time, be strong, dads. Dads are out.